Hello and welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I'm Brandon Schultz. The Seattle Seahawks get the 31-7 victory over the 1-6 Jacksonville Jaguars. The Seahawks moved to 3-5 going into their bye week. And it was their first win in a month. And they get it on Halloween against Jacksonville. Here's head coach Pete Carroll's initial reactions after the game. This was a really good game for us. Uh, one we needed badly just to get it home and have fun with the fans and all of that. But it was a really well-played game for us. Um, defense did a fantastic job all day long, uh, really across the board. And, uh, and just did what we hoped they would do. We continue to get better. We can see it. We're proving it. And uh, we need to keep counting on it as we, we head into the second half here. We officially started the second half today, by the way. That's the way we look at it. And uh, so, um, but it was a really nice job. A lot of guys did a lot of good stuff. The coverage was solid and the rush was, was we didn't get to him much or we didn't sack him much, but we did, we harassed him all day. Uh, the other side of the, the, this game was, that jumps out is Gino. And geez, what a game he had. Um, starting off 14 for 14 and a throwaway was the first incomplete. Um, he was so calm and so poised and just delivered the ball so well. It, this was really Gino at his best and, and that's what we can count on from him. And uh, we were able to do a lot of stuff. Um, Shane had a really nice plan for him to pop the ball around. The guys caught the ball really well today. The, all the receivers made their catches and all. And uh, Locke has the big day on this day um, with the yardage and catches and all that. And DK has two scores. So um, a lot of really good stuff there. So um, I was really proud of uh, Dwayne Brown. He was sick all week long. Um, and uh, it made it out there. He wasn't able to practice during the week and, and just sucked it up and played and did a nice job. Um, and uh, uh, the, I think what was also of note was our, our special teams, uh, the, our kickoff coverage team. Is, man, their lights out. They're playing so hard and so consistently, and, and we're, we're counting on their juice and their energy and all of that. We talked about it last night in the meeting, called them up and, you know, the, the whole thing, and to challenge them to have a big game again and kind of set the tempo, and they did. And uh, it would be really wrong to, to not mention the, the great heads-up play that Travis Homer made uh, on the kickoff uh, team there, kickoff return team. And uh, knocked one in the end zone just to have some fun and enjoy the heck out of the day. And that play, Carol mentioned by Travis Homer, was something unique that you don't see. I don't know if I've ever seen that. Here's Steve Rabel on the Seahawks radio network with the call from that Travis Homer touchdown. Here we go. The onside kick again, right? And kicks it right to Homer, who picks it up on the run. And he's all the way down to the 20, the 10, the 5. Touchdown, Seahawks! Travis Homer gets it right back. Before he practices onside kicks again. As Homer just picks that ball up, he was on the front line. It bounced right to him. He ran right between two defenders and outran the Jags to the end zone, and Seattle extends its lead to 30 to 7. It was a huge day from Seahawks wide receiver Tyler Lockett. 12 catches, 142 yards. Pete said he was glad to see Tyler Lockett get going. Yeah, and he made a lot of tough catches over the middle and stuff, you know, to keep the ball moving. Then he made some great plays down the sidelines. Um, I don't know. You guys saw better than I saw the touchdown. Was it a touchdown? Whether it was a touchdown or not, I don't know. They quickly decided that it wasn't. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't. But um, that's too bad because it would have been nice for him to get that one. And it wasn't just that it was in the game plan to get Tyler Lockett the ball more. Here's Tyler talking about how his improving rapport with Geno contributed to his success against the Jaguars. After having four catches in Geno's first two weeks, Tyler tripled it up against Jacksonville. When you go back to the drawing board and you you in those weeks and you're grinding, it's really about learning about who your quarterback is, the way that he sees the game, the way that he throws the game, 
um, the way that he throws the ball. So that way you can make your adjustments and you can be able to work on, you know, a lot of those things. Throughout the first two weeks, you know, there was things that me and Gino missed and stuff like that. But we'll go back in the practice. We'll have those conversations. I'll see what it is that he's thinking. He'll listen to me and see what I'm thinking. And then we're able to kind of play off of each other. And so sometimes it takes a few weeks to be able to get that going. But that's what practice is for. If you don't have that communication, it's hard to develop that type of chemistry, especially in a game of football that we play. So the more that Gino understands my game, the more that I understand his game, it helps us to be able to find a middle ground in how we can make each other successful. And that's not something just for me. That's something for every person on the team that's in a skilled position is that when you have, you know, people at quarterback, you have to learn how to be able to adapt to what they do, what they're great at. But you also have to learn how not to like let the game that you play go. You got to be able to learn how to balance your game and how they play and try to see if you can, you know, make it match. And here's quarterback Geno Smith talking about that rapport. I think just the, the more repetition that we've gotten over the past three weeks, uh, I've gotten to learn how he runs routes and how he gets to certain spots. And so just repetition. That was the main thing is just the repetition that we've gotten. We, we spent a ton of time after practice together, me and Tyler, uh, and, and it paid off, really. Those two connected for one of the more fun plays that we got to see against Jacksonville. Here it is, a little trickeration from the Seahawks. Second down and four, quick toss left side. It's going to be a throwback to Geno Smith. He's got it now. He's going to throw. He's got Tyler Lockett, who makes the catch at the 15, the 10, the 5 drop at the four-yard line. A little razzle-dazzle. How do you do by the Seahawks? DJ Dallas heading to the right side with a toss, throws it back to Geno, who waits for Tyler Lockett to uncover on that sail route for 28 yards the four-yard line make it the five-yard line of Jacksonville. Sunday was also the first time we saw Ethan Posick starting at center. Here's Gino on what he thought about Posick's day. You know, Ethan did a great job. Uh, I think with the tempo that we had, just, you know, being up tempo, he was calling out the mic. He was getting the guys lined up and really orchestrating things, and um, it was great. You know, Kyle's done a great job as well, and, and Kyle's been battling his butt off all season, even throughout the offseason, so uh, I want to give a lot of love to him as well because he's also a good player. But I think Ethan did a great job today. Smith also found DK Metcalf twice in the end zone against Jacksonville. Let's start out with the first one where he mossed former teammate Shaquille Griffin. Shotgun formation, play fake, looks far side. Throws, puts the ball up, reaching up, making a catch. DK Metcalf, touchdown, Seahawks. DK, I believe it was over Shaq. Griffin from 16 yards. Geno Smith is perfect here in this first half today. I've been there for a while, and that was the first time, you know, probably got a, a pass like that, and, you know, it just felt great just to come down with it. Uh, you know, it starts with trust. You know, I'm, I'm a big receiver, so, you know, it's just like throw it up and let me go get it. After the break, we'll check back in with head coach Pete Carroll, and we'll get to hear about a milestone from Quandre Diggs. That's up next. It was a defensive performance on Sunday that you know Pete Carroll is going to be happy about. Although I know a lot of us were hoping for that shutout late in the fourth quarter. Just seven points for the Jaguars. Five of 14 on third down conversions. Just one of four on fourth down conversions. And the one turnover by the defense was from safety Quandre Diggs. Here's what Pete had to say about the play from the veteran safety. 
Yeah, he's a fantastic football player, and he's a terrific teammate. God, I mean, he's just such a stud of a teammate. Um, there's some guys that when they say stuff, everybody listens. He's one of those guys. And people respect him because of who he is and how he does what he does and how he does, works his business and all. And so for him to have success like that is great. He deserves every bit of it, and he's a fantastic player. He had a couple of great hits and tackles today, too. The Seahawks defense held the 2021 first overall pick to 32 completions on 54 attempts for just 238 yards. Here's that interception by Quandre Diggs and why he says it looked like it went right to him. Lawrence drops back, looks, cocks his arm, throws deep. Ball's going to be picked off Diggs at the 20-yard line. At the 25, knocked out of bounds. As I'm not sure who he was throwing to, he had two receivers, one deep and one underneath, and the ball went right between them to Diggs. And the Seahawks have a takeaway, and Diggs has his third interception of the season. I mean, I'm an aggressive player, so team's going to try. You see New Orleans tried the same thing last week twice, and and the Rams beat me on that last year with Cooper Cup. And um, just kind of knowing that speed in the slot, knowing Tavon, um, knowing that, you know, Bev and Shadi, they've been on the other side of the semi at practice and knowing how aggressive I am to run fits and things like that. So kind of slowed myself down a little bit this year and just know that, you know, teams are going to try that type of play. And um, people can say he threw it to me, but I actually jumped the route. And I mean, that's the IQ that I play with. So it looked like he threw it right to me, but I actually jumped the route. It was a milestone accomplishment on the day. Quandre became the only player in the NFL to have three or more interceptions in each of the last five seasons. Here's what he said when he was asked if he was aware of that accomplishment. Yeah, I'm aware of that. You know, we got a great media team and they kind of piqued my interest two weeks ago when they told me. And um, for me, it is great, great accomplishment. You know, something that I want to get before the bye week just so I can go into this bye week and chill and relax and hang out with my daughter and um hopefully i can get to astroworld next week and see travis scott perform and i mean it's a blessing give all glory to god as always and it's dope that i can just put on for my family and got something that i can brag on to my older brother because my hands way better than his moving on to the comments of another safety here's what jamal adams had to say about rookie cornerback trey brown who started against the jaguars well, Trey's doing a phenomenal job as a rookie, you know, coming in, coming in. Uh, he's very mature uh, for his age and, and, you know, his football IQ. Um, he's only he's only getting better. Um, I'm, I'm excited for him. Um, we, we stay we're really hard on him. You know, we push him to limits and uh, we just we just, you know, for, for us in the, in the back end, we want him to be great. You know, that's what we preach in our room is, is greatness um, and just doing the little things right at all times. Uh, but he's going to continue to learn. He's going to continue to make plays. Um, and just having him out there is is definitely a bless. And Jamal was in good spirits after the game. Check out this exchange he had with reporters at the end of his press conference. Got some plans for the bye? Yeah, I'm going to France. Bonjour. Did I say that right? Bonjour. 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 There you go. Why France? Oh, man, I just want to go out there, uh, kick back, look at some uh, nice stores, get some uh, great food, you know, sip some wine. Um, what do you think? That's not a common NFL bye week. Maybe. You don't think so? I'm curious. Yeah. Oh, man, bro. It's a more sophisticated now. Oh, I mean, you know, sometimes, you you know, you want to do what you want to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? <laughs> <laughs> Au revoir. Bonjour. Au revoir. That's good. By the way, I'm not going to France, man. I'm going home. <laughs> 
Okay, now I'm I'm confused. I'm still not sure. Is he going to France? Is he not going to France? Or or did he just change his mind based on that exchange? I, I I'm not even really sure what happened there. Wrapping up though, here's what Pete Carroll had to say about the future of this Seahawks season. We have a lot higher expectations than you know where we are right now. Um, and like I, I think I might have said to you guys, that being undefeated as the buy is always the way you should you know set your expectations. The Seahawks got out of Lumen Field Sunday relatively injury free. Unfortunately, the one thing that Coach Carroll noted was that DJ Reed has a hamstring injury, but with the bye week, hopefully that gives him some extra time to heal up so he can be back against the Packers. Statistical leaders from the Jaguars game included quarterback Geno Smith, who went 20 of 24, and he had a streak going. I think it was 14 straight completions, 195 yards total on the day, two touchdowns. DK caught both of those and had six catches total for 43 yards. Tyler Lockett, as I mentioned before, with the 12 catches, he and Metcalf accounted for all but two of the Seahawks completions. Bobby Wagner led the Seahawks defensively with 14 tackles. Jamal Adams had 10 and the Seahawks had nine passes defense. Diggs, Sidney Jones and Carlos Dunlap each had two. Ryan Neal had the team's lone sack, although he, Kerry Hyder and Daryl Taylor each had two hits on Trevor Lawrence. And that's going to do it for today's show. Thanks to Wilson Kahn for helping to produce this episode. Follow him out on Twitter at Wilson underscore Kahn, C-O-N-N. And Wilson pointing out that this win, making it all just a little bit sweeter, is the fact that the Arizona Cardinals also lost this week. Closing that gap. The Seahawks are closing that gap between where they're at, where the Cardinals are at, and they still play each other twice this season. So it's not over yet, people. Follow along up at fieldgoals.com. Jackson Bevins has his cigar thoughts posted there. Check that out, fieldgoals.com. I will be back with Clinton Bonner with a little bit of three in, three out. Send us your ins, send us your outs. At Clinton Bond on Twitter, use the hashtag 3I3O. And we will be back breaking down this game against the Jaguars. So until then, go Hawks. Go Hawks.